Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Now, getting into my segment here today, the topic, again, that I'm going to talk about here today is why you are stagnating. If you feel like you are just not moving 
forward at, at the pace that you want to move forward or maybe not moving forward at all, at least by your estimation. And that estimation does matter. First of all, let's get clear on what this word stagnating means, at least in the context of which I'm talking about it today. It's straight out of the dictionary. Definition of stagnation <clears throat> is to cease to flow or to move, having no current or flow and often having, this is a part of the definition, unpleasant smell as a consequence. So that's a, a good, uh, good uh, metaphor euphemism here, but it is part of the definition. So is actually perfect for what we're going to talk about here today. And as I said, I have five specific points, five reasons why we may get into a stagnated position. This can be in any aspect of your life. It can be in your business, your personal life, your finances, your fitness, your uh, professional career, whatever it is that you're doing, what causes this? And is there anything you can do about it? That matters as well. So let's get straight to it. Point number one talking again, why you may be stagnating. Number one reason people stagnate is a lack of strategy. Lack of strategy. What is a strategy? Strategy is a simple course or plan of action. How am I going to do this? How am I going to achieve this? What's step number one? What's step number two? What's step number three? The challenge for a lot of us, especially if you're an entrepreneur or a creative type or a person who has a whole lot of ideas, sometimes you're all three, is that we can actually create a fair amount of success and progress and momentum for ourselves just by doing things, you know, <clears throat> just by doing things randomly. You come up with an idea, oh, let me try this out. Let me try that out. Let me try that out. You try out enough things, you might be able to create a good amount of momentum and success for yourself without even making a plan. And to be honest, there are many times in life when you might not even know what to do in order to get started. There is no plan for you and there is no blueprint to follow. So you actually have to do random stuff to try to figure out what's going to work and what's not going to work. The good thing is, if you're a hard worker enough, you got enough luck or timing or talent on your side, that can actually work. The challenge is that sometimes we keep doing that over and over again, even when we're well past the point of needing to just do random things. When we need to start strategizing, we just stick to what already worked, which is randomly doing things. And when it stops working, then we hit this point of we're stagnating like, damn, I'm not getting the same results that I was before. I don't know what the problem is. In other words, any of you who's talented, skilled, and skilled enough, you got time on your side, and you created this success, eventually you have to mature your processes into actually following a strategy. Many times we get to a stagnated position because we are not following any strategy. We, that, that random stuff, that the pixie dust of the random luck, stops working out. So my question is, if you feel like you're stagnant right now, what is your current strategy in that specific area of your life? Because you might not be stagnant everywhere. You may just be stagnant in a certain spot. What is your strategy right now in that space where you feel like you are not getting the kind of progress that you want, where you're not getting the forward movement that you want? Usually, in my experience, when I ask this question of someone who tells me they're stagnating in area X, there is no answer. They don't have a strategy, and this is why this is the number one point. You're stagnating because there's no strategy. You randomly did stuff. That random stuff worked until it didn't, and now you're in this position where it's not working anymore. The good That's the bad news. The good news is this problem is actually relatively simple to solve just by getting a strategy that you actually are working on. A simple plan of action that says step one, step two, step three, it's kind of like a recipe for making food. 
And as long as you have some type of plan of action, you can at least measure the plan, hold the plan accountable to actually producing the result. And we can look, is this producing the result you want? Yes or no? If it is, keep doing it. If it's not, then we do something different. But the number one challenge, number one thing that keeps people from achieving or achieving uh, continued forward progress is that there is no strategy. So check yourself for these, every one that I'm going to say here today. Point number two. Today's topic again is why you may be stagnating or why you are stagnating is one of these five things. Number two reason you are stagnating is you have a strategy, but is a poor strategy, just a faulty strategy, a strategy that simply does not work. When we talk about accountability, everyone, anyone who's into personal development, professional development is aware of this phrase accountability. And any of you who's in the coaching world, whether you are a client or a uh, you're in the service of coaching other people, accountability is a big thing. You know, me in the world that I come from, my background as, a, as an athlete, working with people on you know, mindset, personal development, strategy, accountability, things like that is a lot of times people come to me and they say, well, Dre, I need to be more consistent. You know, I need to be more accountable. You know, people throw these words around. Accountability is not just for the person. It is not just for the human being who wants to do better. Accountability is also, it also applies to your processes. It also applies to your systems. Your systems need to be accountable to producing the outcomes that they are supposed to produce. So for example, if I create a, a workout program for myself and I say the goal of this workout program is for me to have, I'll need to be able to do 30 pull-ups without stopping, or I want to lose 20 pounds by June, then that program, that system needs to be held accountable to the outcome that it is allegedly supposed to produce. And if it's not getting me there, then that means I need to make adjustments to the program. So accountability is not just for a human, it's also for your processes. So a poor strategy you know a strategy is poor when there's accountability in place because you can simply measure, is this strategy getting me to the outcome that I'm supposed to get to? Now, this is all contingent on the fact that you're actually executing the strategy. Are you being consistent and are you being accountable personally and showing up and doing what you're supposed to do? So poor strategy is when there's a plan, or at least you think you have a plan, but it's not actually taking you where you want it to, you want it to get you. It's not hitting the target properly nor is it hitting the target consistently. The good news about, that's the bad news. The good news, when you find out that you have a poor strategy, is that you can simply make alterations to your strategy. Napoleon Hill said, and think and grow rich. You can, when you first start off with a plan, have a plan, your plan is probably not gonna be that great. The good thing is you can modify your plan, and all you have to do is keep adjusting your plan and keep altering your strategy until you find a strategy that does work. The challenge for many people is, they fail in this process simply because they lack the persistence to keep altering their plan until they find something that works. Many people simply don't have the stick to or the persistence or the mental toughness to keep altering their plans until they find the working plan. Many people try somewhere between zero and one time to make something work. And they don't get the outcome that they want or they think themselves out of it before they even try. Then they just give it up and they end up not getting their outcome. It has nothing to do with the lack of opportunity, time, talent, or skill. So for you, it, reading between the lines here, which I'll do for you, it's looking at your plans, looking at your results. If they're not matching up to what you want, make adjustments and continue to make adjustments until you find the outcome that you want. 
And the shortcut to this is go find someone or something who has already produced the outcome and you can just look over their shoulder and this will shorten up your learning curve so that you don't have to try to figure it out all on your own. The challenge for many people and the strategy point, this whole point of strategy point number one and number two, is that many people are sometimes get so emotionally connected to their own strategies to their own ideas, which are usually based on their own personal experiences or what they, their personal preferences, that they would rather fail or be mediocre following their own ideas and their own strategies than they would like to succeed following someone else's plan and someone else's strategy. And this is especially true in the entrepreneurship world in my experience, because I mean, how do entrepreneurs even become entrepreneurs? Because we get these ideas that we have of our own and we decide we're going to strike out on our own and do our own thing and do things our own way. And then we actually are able to make it work. We're able, able to create at least some level of success. So now we're drinking our own Kool-Aid, right? We're smelling our own urine. Like I made this happen. I came up with my own idea and I made this work out. So then when it's not working out anymore and someone, let's say like myself comes along and says, okay, well, this strategy, I'm sure it worked. When you first started a year ago, sure it worked 10 years ago when you were first getting into the game, but it's not working anymore. How about we do something different? Many people will push back against that, whether directly or subconsciously, simply because they still believe in their ability to come up with their own solutions, come up with their own ideas. And again, would rather stay mediocre on their own rather than succeed following what somebody else is doing. I don't know if anyone else has had that experience, but I've seen it happen over and over again. So this requires, again, a level of discipline, a level of mental toughness, a level of confidence to be able to look at yourself and say, okay, well, look, I took, based on my own ideas, I took it as far as it could go. Now it's time for me to go with something that might come from outside of me, but if this is gonna get me to the outcome, then let's move forward with it. And this is why I tell people in my audience all the time, we are in a performance based business and a results based business. This is not an opinion based business. This is not an ego based business. This is not a, I did it myself based business. It is all about performance and results. And if that's the, the North star for you, then you won't have a problem looking at your own stuff and throwing it away because somebody else's stuff might be better suited to help you get to the outcome that you want. And this is something that I posted on my Instagram a, a few days ago. I called it, it was a little uh, clip that I posted from one of my podcast episodes. I called it the eight-year-old complex. And this is when adults behave like eight-year-olds and that they would rather have things their way than actually succeed doing things anybody else's way. So you want to make sure you're not falling victim to the eight-year-old complex because it will, it will serve your ego. It will definitely serve your ego, but sometimes serving your ego and serving success are in conflict with each other. So you got to ask yourself which one is more important. I can't answer that, but you must answer that. Moving on to point number three. We're talking today about the five reasons why you may be stagnating right now. Number three reasons you're stagnating, I talked about this a minute ago, is a lack of accountability. The good news at this point is we're going to assume you got the first two challenges handled, is that you do have a strategy, and your strategy may actually work. The challenge is you are not actually following through on your own strategy. Anyone here who works as a, a coach or you work as a trainer, any of you who sells courses, any of you who does uh, live events, anyone here who 
sells any form of information to consumers. You all understand, and actually you could even be selling B2B. You understand that sometimes you give people the solution, you give them the, the process, you tell them exactly what they need to do, and they're all excited about it and they're ready to get started. Then you check with them a week later, a month later, a quarter later, and they are simply not doing the thing that they signed up for. They are not actually following the process that they paid you for. They are just not following through. This is the lack of accountability. You have all the tools, you have all the pieces, you know exactly what you're supposed to do. You're just not doing it. This is a lack of accountability. And as I told you, accountability is not just for the person, even though what I just said is for the person, it's also for the process. As long as you know that your process works, now it comes down to the person. And any of you, again, who works in uh, fitness. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. This coaching, any of this stuff, you know that just because someone has access to the process and what they're supposed to do doesn't mean that they're going to follow the process and do what they're supposed to do. So I understand that we should all be accountable to ourselves and that we should all you know, always follow through and be more consistent. The challenge is if you leave it to your own devices to simply just follow through on everything that you're supposed to do, in my experience, I found maybe about 2 to 4% of people are capable of doing that over a consistent period of time. All the rest of us, uh, we need some type of mechanism, whether that's in the form of a person, a group, a peer group, a system. We need something in place that's going to hold us accountable to make sure we do the thing that we're supposed to do. And some people will look at that and push back and say, well, I don't want to feel like I need to be part of a group or I need somebody looking over my shoulder. I should be able to just do it myself. I should be able to just push myself and move myself to action and do the things I'm supposed to do. Well, the fact of the matter is oftentimes that simply doesn't work. And what did I just say a minute ago? We're in a results-based business, meaning your business should be based around what actually produces results. So if telling yourself, well, I just need to push myself and believe in myself and you know, focus on myself more, that's what I need to do to get results. And that's the way it's supposed to be. If that's not producing the result, then you should be able to look at that and say, okay, well, let me try a different approach. Because again, the name of the game is what actually gets me results, not what is it supposed to look like, not what is my ideal, what actually gets me results. If you're focused on the results, then you will do the things that produce results. If you're focused on your ego, you will do the things that serve your ego. And again, sometimes the things that serve your ego and the things that serve success are in direct conflict with each other. Which one matters more to you? One of them has to win. Malcolm X said in his autobiography, every organization must have a boss. What is the boss of your organization? Is it results? Is it ego? Is it your personal pride? Is it doing what feels good to you? Or is it doing what actually is going to work? And these are questions that they are rhetorical when I'm saying them to you right now, but they're not rhetorical when you say them to yourself. So everything that I'm saying here today you need to take these and you need to ask yourself and you need answers. Right, it, it may sound good and feel good when you're listening to me say it, 
but you need actual answers to these questions because there needs to be a hierarchy and everyone in your organization, that organization being you as a person, needs to know what comes first, what comes second, what comes third. And if these ideas are in conflict, who wins and who comes in second? You need answers to these questions at all times. So if you think about it, and we're talking accountability here, especially when people think, well, I need to be able to do it on my own. I should be able to push myself to action. So I don't need to get a trainer, even though I'm still 20 pounds overweight. I don't need to hire a coach, even though I'm not following through on the stuff I'm supposed to be doing. I don't need to join a program for my business, even though I'm not making the kind of money that I want to make. All the best athletes out there, my background is as a professional athlete. There was never a minute as a professional athlete, I didn't have a coach unless I wasn't on the team. If I was on the team, there was a coach. And in the off season, there was a trainer. The top business people that I know and know of all have some form of accountability in place, whether they're in a coaching program, whether they have a direct coach, whether they have mastermind partnerships, whether they have other people who hold them accountable. The top performers all have these coaches, some type of accountability system around them. Your favorite vocalist, your favorite singer, Rihanna, Taylor Swift, Beyonce, guess what? They all got voice coaches. And they're all better singers than probably most of us who are in this room, but they all have coaches for their voices. And all of us who are not as good singers as them, many of us don't have voice coaches. Do you think that is a do you think that's an aberration? Do you think that's a coincidence? The best performers all have people around them to hold them accountable to their best skills. This is not in this is not a coincidence. Moving on to point number four. Hopefully we have a couple minutes here for some comments. We're talking the reason why you may be stagnating right now. Number four reason is inconsistency. Inconsistency. This is the part. This part is more about your personal decision to execute and actually get things done. While you can have all the systems in place, you got the strategies in place, even accountability to make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to do. None of those things, whether it doesn't matter how much you pay your coach, how many times your accountability partner calls and texts you, what you're supposed to be reporting to your, you know, your mastermind group, all of those things, no matter how much your personal trainer is charging you for sessions that you're not showing up for, none of them can make you get up off of your ass, move your feet, and actually do the work that you signed up to do. You still have to get in the car and drive to the gym. You still have to open your laptop and log into the, the back end of the system or the course that you signed up for. I talked about this in one of the episodes of my show. And it's, this is a principle over here at Work On Your Game that I call the 5149 rule. The 5149 rule works very simply. That anyone that I work with and any of you who works as an, an expert within, no matter who your clients are, you should adopt this 5149 rule is that they must own 51% of anything that you're helping them with. They have to have 51% ownership. I tell this to, I would tell this all the time to uh, young athletes and parents of young athletes who would come to me and they would say, well, Dre, you know, I'm trying to help my child. They want to make it as a, a basketball player. They want to play in college. They want to play pro. And I would have parents reaching out to me for their kids who were in college who wanted to play pro. And I would always say to the parents, listen, uh, you already did your job, mom or dad, that's how you got a kid in college. If they want to play pro, they need to own 51% of the this process. They, they're the one who should be emailing me, not you. If they don't own 51% of it, they probably don't want it as much as you want it for them. And so no matter what you do, they're going to end up right back in the same spot in your basement because uh, they don't want to do the work. Look, you're doing the work for them right now for something that they should be doing on their own. And it's the same thing if you're a coach, 
It's the same thing if you're a personal trainer. If your client does not want to get success as bad as you want success for them, no matter how hard you try to help them, uh, they're still going to end up in the same spot. Why? Because they haven't bought into it as much as you bought into it. So your clients have to have a conversation with themselves before anything that you say is really going to get through to them. And until they have that conversation, uh, they might be able to, they might be willing to pay and stay, as we say, but they're not going to get the outcomes and you're not going to have a success story to talk about. Moving on, point number five. We are talking today about five reasons why you are stagnating in a certain area of your life. Number five is a lack of discipline. Discipline is the follow through. You have the systems, you got the accountability, and you are even willing to be consistent. Now, the question is, what are you willing to be consistent at? See, the thing about discipline is that it applies in all directions. You could be disciplined at something that's actually taking you backwards. You could be disciplined at second-guessing yourself, disciplined at procrastination. You could be disciplined at waking up early, going to the gym, working out every day. You could also be disciplined at eating too much candy, oversleeping, and not doing what you're supposed to do, Uh, wasting time scrolling through social media and where you're supposed to be writing that blog post. Discipline does not discriminate as to which direction it is taking. It's completely impartial. So the question is, and actually the thing is, everybody's disciplined at something. We're actually disciplined. We're all disciplined at many things. The question is, what are you disciplined at? And where is it taking you? Where are your disciplines taking you right now in life? Because 85% of what we do in life is habitual and unconscious, meaning we are not thinking about it and we don't have to we don't have to remind ourselves to do it. It automatically happens. So your disciplines are creating about 85% of your life. Most of the things that we're doing, we're not consciously making ourselves do them. We just do them by habit. So if you look at your life and there's any area of your life where you want to make some change, what you need to start with is not your conscious actions, but you need to start with all the habitual actions. The things that you do unconsciously without thinking about them, when you make those changes, since they're controlling 85% of the results, that's where things change. The consistency is what matters. It's not what you do, you know, putting in such a gargantuan effort on one given day, is what you do on a consistent basis that produces the results. Those of you who are in great shape is that you consistently work out. It's not that you had this amazing uh, superhero workout on Monday, is that you're working out consistently and that's why you stay in consistently good shape. So this is where the discipline comes in. So look at your disciplines and ask yourself, uh, where's the follow through? Where is it taking me? Uh, where can I make some changes that will produce a consistent result, not just a one-time thing? So recapping these five points, and we got a couple minutes here for everyone uh, to possibly open up for, for some comments. Recapping my five points about why you are stagnating. Number one, a lack of strategy. Number two, poor strategy. Number three, lack of accountability. Number four, inconsistency. And number five, a lack of discipline. And these could all actually kind of, some people might conflate many of these phrases, but they are all actually different as I just explained. But all that being said, let me open up the floor here. A couple people want to leave a couple quick comments. We got a couple minutes. Go ahead. While I'm waiting for somebody to unmike, somebody unmiking. Yeah, Marcus, this is William. 
This is Good Dre morning. speaking. Hey, uh, is this William? Oh, speaking? I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. This, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> sorry. What's up, William? Uh, hey, I just wanted to say what uh, what you were saying earlier about uh, following successes, and you want to be right because you're ma you make the decisions. I think it's just being humble, being humble that you don't have all the answers, so you need to follow somebody that's successful. And yeah, maybe you may have great ideas, but someone that's successful may have better ideas to help you out. So just be humble. Thank you. Agreed. Thank you, William. Thank you. Thank you for that feedback. Uh, we got two minutes left here. Who else wants to add a comment, question, uh, anything to the conversation here? Babs Alexander here. Uh, we got two there. So back to back. Go ahead. Who is this? Babs. Hi. How you doing? Go ahead, Babs. I'll wait. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hi. I truly enjoyed your segment um, and, and it resonated because uh, I was looking at it and applying it to myself and I, you can see some, in, some inconsistency. So I'm going to take this to heart and go back and, um, evaluate so I can, uh, pull the, the, the lack out of me. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> 100%. Thank you. All right. So who was that other voice? We had two there. At the Hi. Hello. Uh, hi. Um, hello. Good morning. Great. Hi. Oh, Green is from Tokyo. It's evening. <laughs> Hello from this side of the world. Hi. Um, I One of the things that you mentioned is that um, the stagnation, right? When you were mentioning that, um, it, it resonated to where um, the journey that I'm going through at the moment, meaning that a lot of times when we see the overall picture and we think of the overall uh effort that we need to make to move from one stage to another when it comes to our careers or, or the projects that we have in life, it can seem very overwhelmed, uh, overwhelming, right? So um, one of the things that I've been telling myself in the last month mm -hmm. is if I can just accomplish one thing, just the next step, one more step, um, I have a full-time career and I'm working on different projects and a lot of times the thought of completing and making things possible is just overwhelming but um but a lot of times i have to wake up at two in the morning <laughs> to to get some training or to make phone calls it's just that one more step that is 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 getting me outside the not being stagnant um and when you were talking about about the whole um the stagnation it created in me like okay i think i'm i think i'm i'm in the right um I think I'm in the right path. Yet yeah, there's always room for improvement. I believe that, but uh, but that helped a lot to be able to say, okay, just one more step. If I can accomplish just one thing that I didn't accomplish yesterday, that can be, you know, sometimes some of us professionals we have might have the resources and the time to move forward and gain momentum. But there are times where we just need to take a step back and say, okay, if I can just move forward one step, that will be enough for today. So thank you, I appreciate it. Yeah. Great stuff. Well, thank you for that feedback, Alejandro, from across the world there in Tokyo. So thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.